<laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. I guess it's December. Now it's time for a new one. Yeah, I had to. I had to spice it up a bit, if That's you will. So good. I actually like. So, that one. can you keep well, that thank one? Thank you. Uh, I will try. I will try. I need to. Where's my pen? My notepad. I need to write this down. Hello. Write it really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as I was editing, uh, I realized that you and I squirreled so much at the end that I didn't get a chance to ask you about what are your Christmas traditions? So we're going to start with that. And then you're going to tell our listeners how your party went because we are all dying to know. Okay. And go. Okay. And go. Uh, Christmas traditions. Uh, You know, it's kind of mixed now because... I am married to an Australian whose parents are Italian and British. So there's a mix there already. Yeah. So we do the popper things on Christmas as well as New Year's. So popper things. Of course, we put up our tree. And by we, I mean, I do. Uh I usually have him hang one ornament and that is it. Like that is his contribution to the tree. Um, Wrapping presents, of course. And every year we either make our own homemade eggnog or we make glue wine or mold wine. Okay. So those are our traditions. Is it good? It's delicious as fuck is what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. It makes me miss Europe and I miss Europe. (laughs) I understand. I understand. Neapolitans. Yeah. But Europe, yes. All right. Well, cool. <laughs> All right, uh, well, now I'm so tickled because when I was editing, I was like, okay, where's Sarah's traditions? Yeah. Where are they? No. And <laughs> I just kept waiting for it as we were squirreling left and right. I was like, seriously, you're an asshole. So, all right, now party. Okay, party. Spill the beans. Party. Party, actually, we got so many compliments. Everybody yes! was so pleased. The photographer even complimented me on like the photo drop setup and people use the props. Yay! Yay! That's so exciting. I was so excited because uh, the photographer shared the link today of all the pictures she took. And yeah, yeah like then some of the pictures, like they're acting a fool with these props. I'm like, yes. Um, the only thing that was kind of disappointing is she like redid the balloons. And so I don't know, it kind of looked off. But in a lot of the pictures, it looked really good when she zoomed in. So, you know, she's a professional photographer. I am not. I just made the booth. You do you, lady. Um, Yeah. So, party's good. The caterers were really good. Our bartenders were beyond happy because um, originally we weren't going to buy the pint glasses. So, we had it at the Paramount Theater and they had their own, like, glasses, like pint glasses. Uh And originally we were like, okay, you know, we're going to buy your surplus stock, however much that is. And then we're going to give them to people. Well, at the time we didn't have enough money. Like we weren't expecting to have enough money. So we called it off. Well, then we show up to the venue to decorate and set up for the party. And Malcolm, who's like one of the primary like owners, he Uh comes over and he goes, I got approval to sell the glasses to you guys for $5 a piece. If you are still interested. And so I let the president of the committee know and the treasurer. I was like, hey, this is what he said. So they just went ahead and bought them. 
nice. As people got their drinks, they got them for free as a souvenir. Yeah. So um, we ended up in a surplus of, oh, I think just selling extra raffle tickets for the gift prizes. And then um, we had something else. We got about 400 something dollars extra for the next year. So Damn. Um, we had some really decent raffle prizes, a Roomba, a Google Home System. Like Nice. So we had a lot of techie stuff. Uh, but yeah, and then a fucking hell. Okay, so I get there at one, quarter after one, maybe. I'm the only one there at the moment. And um, Malcolm and I unloaded my car because I had a lot of shit and a lot of balloons in my car. So we unloaded it. We get it inside. I start putting up the photo booth prop. Like, I'm explaining to him what I want. Like, I have this in my head. Let me word it mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Yes. And um, then Mark and Tina showed up. And they started setting up tables and stuff. And we're all, like, stressed out but excited. Yeah. We're running around with, like, super resting bitch face. But, like, inside we're like, (laughs) yay, you know. So it was very entertaining. And then I was like, fuck, guys, we got to go pick up the kegs. I was supposed to pick these up at 3. It's, like, now (laughs) 4.15. So uh, it's me driving Tina because she has the funding and her husband so he can help us fucking carry these kegs. Yeah. Kegs are not light. Well, let me just tell you, uh, my Hyundai Santa Fe Sport can successfully carry two giant pony kegs and two party kegs. Yes. Um, Hell yeah, look at you. But we had so much alcohol left over, which was surprising. We ended up having 140 people show up. Wow. Okay. We estimated 110. So we had 30 extra people that just showed up and bought their ticket at the door. Yeah. Okay. And so nice. Oh yeah. Everybody complimented us on our really cheap wine, our really tasty beer, and our cider. The cider was amazing. Uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what about the cocktails? We didn't have cocktails. (laughs) Fucking Jesus Christ! I had to. I had to. Okay. Like what the hell, man? Oh, not only that, but when. Mark and Tina had to go get the alcohol license, which in the state of Virginia, you have to get 12 days before your event. And guess what we did the day before? How did you pull that off? I don't know. Mark is like a genius at talking really nice to people and convincing them that they really need to help us. And they, you know, the whole military card. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah. God, if we don't get yeah. this license, like our party will be ruined and all these military people will just have the worst time, you know, that. <laughs> so they like these people jumped through fucking hoops and got us our alcohol license like same day. Wow. Yep. Wow. So, anyways, in our Phenomenal. alcohol license, it only allowed the sale of beer and wine. Because mm-hmm. they have different levels of, and it did not so include So there cocktails. goes the cocktails. <laughs> no cocktails for you guys. So, but yeah, it was good. Nice. It was fun. You had a good time though? Yeah? Yeah, it was good. Um, my husband I had a great time. I saw you post some pictures. Yeah. Good. All right. So it was good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Now, listeners, we can all sleep well at night. Sarah's party <laughs> was a success. Great success. <laughs> So, awesome. Oh, I did end up showing up late to my own party because, because I left at five. You no, had a flat tire. 
No, I left at 4.30. Got mm-hmm. to my husband's work. He left mm-hmm. 20 minutes after the fucking fact. I was like, bro, we got to be back at 6.30. That's not going to happen. I was like, yeah, you're right. It's not going to happen. Guess we'll get there when we get there. So we shower, get ready. It's like 6.30 when we fucking leave the house. Oh, wow. Congratulations. They gave away my parking spot because originally the back side of the venue was for us to park at. Well, they decided all of a sudden the caterers needed those parking spots. Oh, fun. Okay. That's fine. Okay. That's cool. Lo and behold, downtown was doing their giant Christmas tree lighting celebration. At the same time, yes, how far did you have to walk? Fucking time, girl. We drove around for twenty minutes looking for a parking spot, and then <laughs> I got lucky because we were doing laps, you know, looking, 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 vulturing a parking spot, uh-huh. and boom, I saw one. Went and I went to pull in, and my husband's like, "You just need a back end." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good point." So I backed up a little bit, and I went kind of forward. This fucking Honda tried to snipe my spot, so I just sat there. Like, I did not move my car. She couldn't get around me because half of my car was still blocking the spot. She got so (laughs) mad. So mad. And so then, of course, my husband gets out of the car and then I back it in. It's like this much room between each door. And I'm just like trying to squeeze out. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) But we found a parking spot and we only had to walk up a little ramp thing. Awesome. But yes, I was late to my own party because of parking. Well, you know. And I still didn't see the big, dumb, stupid tree that they lit. You didn't see it when you went home? No. It was in the middle of the square. But where the theater was, it was like a block away from the tree lighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Good times. Okay, so that's the party. It was great. So you had a good week. Successful. Yeah, not too bad. Nice, nice. How about you? How was your week? No parties for you? No, no. Um, I'm surviving. That's good. Yeah. We've got uh, some friends coming down next weekend, so that'll be fun. Yeah. And if if, uh, we play our cards right, we may have a shit show for a podcast next week. (laughs) Because they are have been talking about wanting to come on. So uh, the world may get to meet Monocle Man and his woman. And uh, I call him Eeyore and his wife. And yeah, a few extras. And my husband may want to hop on. So if you want to grab your husband and have him come on, we'll just make it a big fucking party. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't leave your husband out. I think he'll leave himself out, but I will throw the offer out. I mean, he will probably want to, and I will (laughs) totally feel that. Yeah. You know, uh, my feelings won't be hurt. I'm just saying, if we're going to have a party, we might as well invite everybody. This is true. You have a good point. Um, But yeah, nothing special happened. I did get all of my Christmas shopping done. I'm done. Are you? I lied. I have one more (laughs) gift to get. (laughs) Fuck. I was really excited because I'm like, I'm done, I'm done. And then it popped up. I have one more. I have one more. Just one more. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Did you already wrap uh, up? No, no. They're still coming in from Amazon. Thank oh, you, Amazon. I got gotcha. you. 
yeah, because I don't I don't get out of the house often, so my shopping is Amazon and deliver it to my door. Yeah, and, and I don't have to deal with people. Yeah. So same. But I, I scroll through, I pick the right gift. That's like, good. No. Oh yeah. I let the gift speak speak to me. Um I did some uh Christmas candy baking. The chocolate tried to chunk up on me. Oh, so and that it didn't matter what your dilemma was. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, yeah, it was, it was not cooperating. Everything you're supposed to do, I did, and it didn't do what it, it was supposed to do. So I did my part. It should have done its part, and it did not. Stupid chocolate. Well, I can definitely I, tell you that don't, don't ever use coconut oil because I did that one year, but your chocolate never re-solidifies. Oh, well, I'm allergic to coconut, so... No, I'm just saying, like, we if, don't even if you're coconut. making something for whatever and it says coconut oil, don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a, tra- okay. it's a fucking trap. It's a trap. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, anywho. That's anywho. how my week is. Well, that's good. Oh, one last thing. My husband tried to fucking kill me two days ago. Yeah. It was an accident, what? but... His parents. That's what they all say. His parents. Have you not learned anything from this podcast? No, because, yeah, true that. He does want to go home. <laughs> well, at least he didn't try to stab me. Anyways, his parents sent okay. us this box right. of stuff called Rocky Road. And what it is, is this giant chunks of marshmallow covered in chocolate with, like, little raspberry jellies. The, the last one we had had, like, nice candied cherries in it. Uh-huh. And... I'm pretty sure it had almonds. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, cool. They sent us a thing. That's great. I'm so excited to eat this because I ate the whole fucking bag last time. <laughs> the whole thing. Like, I think my husband had one bite. I ate the whole package. Oh. So I'm like, yeah. yes, fucking yes. Right. So he cuts us a few pieces off and I'm like, yeah, Bullshit. this is great. And I take a bite and I eat the whole thing. And then I bite into another piece and bloop. Out comes this nut. And I just stopped chewing and I pointed at the plate. Lo and behold, this fucking package had peanuts. Uh Uh-oh. So I promptly spit what I had in my mouth out, even though I've already (laughs) swallowed a huge chunk of this. Took a three fucking Benadryl and then proceeded to throw myself into a panic attack. Good job. Within 10 minutes, my tongue was numb. And my throat was uh-huh. so fucking swollen. And then my uh-huh. chest started to get tight and my heart started racing. And of course, my panic attack is now like beyond normal levels of panic. Oh, and I called oh. my mom. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, Mom, am I going to die if I take a Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> no. And she goes, Sarah, no. Like, if I have an allergic reaction, I take four Benadryl and two Xanax. I was like, so I'm not going to go into a coma? She's like, no, you're not going to go into a coma. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, just go fucking take one. I was like, okay. So I took one. Needless to say, the whole next day, my throat still fucking hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So not only was I well, worried about dying and not being able to breathe, I was also dying of putting myself into a coma. Like, oh, God. If you ever go into a coma, I'm just going to reset you. I want you to know that. Just I'm going to unplug, unplug you and plug it back in. <laughs> I'm going to give you a reset. 
and then you take you bring your ass back. You, yeah. you tell Jesus hi. We love him. Yeah. We'll see you later. Now's not the time. Like it's just gonna Thanks be so for everything. So yeah. bright, and I'm gonna look around and be like, "Fucking Sabrina, send me back." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's just gonna reset me anyway, Jesus. She ain't gonna let go. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, good times. Well, it sounds like we both had great weeks. Yeah, surprisingly, because like starting next weekend, there's no free time until next year. Like nothing. Yeah, maybe not works, even in next year. Works getting up there with the craziness because it's the end of the year. Everybody's trying to get in while they got that deductible met and out of pocket met, and whew. and then we're gonna have a house full come Friday. It's cray cray. Are you making more chocolate balls? Chocolate truffles? Chocolate novels? Yes. Because chocolate fucked up. Like, I know it looks good, but it tastes weird. And I don't like that. So it's, it's a, I think I had too much oil. Did you just, I think, pawn it off on Eric's coworkers? Uh-huh. <laughs> and did it's they all get eaten? It'll be okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. He, uh, the deal was, uh, he was supposed to take it today. Uh, and I found, found it still sitting. It was supposed to be gone it is not gone um but he wanted to take it in christmas stuff so i had to uh wait for him to go get like the little christmas tins so we can put it in the christmas tins and make it all christmasy i was like i have a fucking christmas platter i have several of them which i just load it on take it it'll be all right but (sighs) but i will say that our secret santa gifts came in Nice. And next podcast, y'all will get to hear if they liked it or not. Ooh, on that note, your little tip about the form, you know, likes, dislikes and stuff. Yeah. Of course, I Googled some and then I built my own and then I got approval from HR because we work with civilians. And boom, sent an email out today. Here are the rules. You can participate if you want. If not, cool. And I've already gotten six forms back. Yay. A lot of people were very excited about Secret Santa. Well, there you go. I just really hope it works out as good as the party did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, while you're on a roll, just keep on riding that wave. But yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's a great idea. Oh, oh I'm so glad it worked out. I'm going to see if I can show you the form. I sent it to myself. Oh, God, I got to let the other people not in. No. Okay. Uh Oh, it's cute. You says, did good. Like, Candies, coffee, tea, lotion. Look at that. Yeah. Got a little presents on there. Oh, absolutely love a Santa hat. Yeah. Excellent. I thought it came out pretty That's good. That's good. Yeah. It came out great. So, anyway. Okay. So. Anywho. I can hear my husband. Right? How do you not hear my husband? I don't. I can just hear my husband's CB. Are you sure it's not my husband that you can hear? No, it's definitely coming from over here. I need to know this who way. the fuck he's talking to so excitedly. Wrong. Are, are we going to have to stab a bitch? No. She ain't our friend. Friends don't stab friends, but friends stab friends' enemies. No, I can already tell you who the fuck he's talking to. Look at you, Miss CSI. No, I should have known off the bat. Like, he's being very loud. 
And that is a tall tale sign that he is talking to his father. Oh. Because he's so fucking excited. Oh my God, dad, I got to yell at you because you're in a box. Oh, it's okay. probably because he's so far away. Yeah. Yes. So far away. Other, other half of the so continent, globe, world. Make him here. <laughs> Make him here. Can you hear me now? All right. We did secret ones, unknowingly, kind of. But it was stuck, not what we discussed. It's not, but we stuck with Christmassy things. I think we did. We did stick, and I really thought about doing a Christmas murder, but then this popped up, and I was like, mm. "Oh, I'm fucking doing it. I don't even <laughs> give a fuck." <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna start because I'm really excited about mine. Sorry, I'm not trying to take your glory no. away, but I have to do this. Yeah, so do. I found 42 strange and creepy Christmas traditions around the world. 42? 42. But we're not going to actually hit up on all 42. That's just the title of it. I am going to hit up on the, the big ones. We're, we're going to do most of them. But like, I think one of them was Krampus, and we kind of covered that a lot last, last time. time yeah. So we over that one. Um, but. So I got to a certain point in soft reading because I couldn't handle it. And I was by myself and I was like, I just, I need Sarah to finish this off. So like when we get down to the last nitty gritty of it, it's going to be a surprise for all of us because <laughs> it just got so <laughs> weird <laughs> that I couldn't handle it. Okay. But I am kind of excited about this. Okay. So we're going to start with Estonia, E-S-T-O-N-I-A, Estonia. Yeah. Okay. So their tradition is the whole family gets in a sauna together on Christmas Eve before church. They get naked in a sauna before Christmas Eve. It doesn't explain why. I have so many questions about this. It doesn't. Ex- that's all I have. Like when you said that- they get into a sauna, I was like, okay, in bathing suits, you know, whatever. No. You, and then you said, no, they get naked. It says getting naked with your family in a sauna together on Christmas Eve before church. It's the naked part that gets me. And then it's followed by before church. (laughs) Well, yeah. You know? I just, there are so many questions. So many questions. All I I keep thinking of is, yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in Germany, which I've never heard of this, but in Germany, they put a pickle under the Christmas tree and children search for the pickle. The child that finds it receives a special gift. A pickle. Pickle. Like an actual. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it's more like a cucumber because I'm thinking of like, well, regardless, a pickle. Like, do they wrap okay. the pickle or is it just, yeah. it's just it's just a pickle hidden somewhere? 
Um, the pictures that, because I had to look this up. Of course. So the pictures that I saw were more of like the pickle hiding in the tree. Yeah. They had some like hiding in the base, at the base of the tree. They had a pickle hiding like underneath the very last present in a pile of presents type thing. Okay, so, so it could be anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But it has to be with every picture I saw. It had to do with the Christmas tree somehow, some way below, yeah, yeah. above, like that Within, area. So whatever. they're not the whole. Yeah. Yeah. In Greenland. FYI, full disclosure, spoiler alert. Just get ready for this. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so in Finland, there Wait, is a special. You said Greenland. Greenland. I'm sorry. In Greenland. I apologize, Finland. This is Greenland. This is all on Greenland. In Greenland, there is a special Christmas delicacy called Kivak, K-I-V-I-A-K. It is the body of a seal stuffed with the carcasses of around 400 Ayuks, A-U-K-S, which is a very small, very cute bird. It is then left out for three to 18 months. The air is squeezed out of the seal, and then the body is coated with seal grease to prevent the whole thing from rotting. The birds ferment in that time, so that's when the seal is finally opened around Christmas time, and they can be eaten raw. What a lovely surprise. What? Nothing I, about I, that I sounds to, appealing. Like, uh, huh? I had to stop there, and like, I took like a thirty-minute break. I was like, "Do I really want to do this topic?" Did you but Google had, that image? I did not Google that image because I didn't want to see that image. Dick. Oh, it's um, it's a no. It's their um, Inuit. In uh, it's an Indian tribe type thing. I just want to see a picture there. Oh, they are so cute. Look at those little, look at those little birds. Uh, oh, they are cute. Oh, goodness. They're, I bet they're not that cute when they ferment. I bet they're not. I don't want to see what it looks like afterwards. Oh, God. You're going to show me. Images. I know you are. I will. Ugh. Okay, continue. <laughs> Why? Why did that Google? <laughs> yeah, nightmares, huh? You're gonna have nightmares, aren't you? No, don't. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Your, your face. Uh, like this guy is like straight up enjoying it. All right. Okay. To our listeners. All right. I highly recommend not Googling that tradition from the look of Sarah's face. So we're going to move on to 39, <laughs> which is a lot more calm. Okay. So in the Czech Republic, yep. uh, the way that you find out if you're going to be married for the next year or not on Christmas day, you throw a shoe over your shoulder, it doesn't say which one, 
it will tell you if you're going to be married or not. If the shoe lands pointing the door, you're going to get hitched. If not, you're out of luck. Oh, man, I should have fucking done that. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> I wonder if it tells you if you're going to get divorced or I don't have any fucking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> don't have any shoes, damn it. Wait, so this is a Christmas tradition or just a... Yeah. On Christmas Day, you're supposed to throw your shoe over your shoulder, okay. and it will tell you if you're going to be married or not. If the shoe is facing the door, you're going to get hitched. If not, you're out of luck. Like, is if that not, just for that, that year, or is that for every Yeah, every... just the year. Oh, okay. Every year that you're single, you're supposed to do that. And that is in the Republic. All right, Czech Republic. Interesting. Um, in Guatemala, on December 7th, they take part in, I'm not even going to try to say this because it's in Guatemalan, but it is called Burning the Devil. Families gather outside their house and burn flaming devils as a way to cleanse their home of evil. So that's, uh, that's one, of those, one of those things. But what a strange time to do that. Like you would think you would do that during, I don't know, Halloween or maybe I was thinking New, New Year's. Year. Yeah. Like, start the start year fresh? As, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in South Africa, this is kind of interesting. <sighs> it's not a fermented now. sill, is it? It's not a fer- I really feel like that was probably one of the worst ones. Like, I just, I, well, the birds are fermented. The sill just kind of. The sill's I, just I, the, is like the Ziploc bag for them. It's crazy. crazy. So in South Africa, families leave out cookies for Santa Claus, just like everywhere else in the world. But apparently, kids kept eating them. So now parents tell their children the story of Danny, a boy who tried to eat Santa's cookies. He was caught by his grandmother, so she killed him. Now, Danny's ghost haunts the homes of naughty children at Christmas time. Seems a little extreme, but okay. You know what? Like after reading some of these twisted I- twisted things like Krampus and we had fucking we had fucking easy ass Christmases. Cause yeah. I feel like these children overseas, you gotta work for your fucking Christmas. <laughs> you gotta be <laughs> legitimately good. None of this like you're gonna get cold bullshit. Crazy shit. Okay, uh, the Dutch folk, uh, folklore, they have a, what they call Black Pete, which is like Santa's sidekick. Black Pete is a trickster who plays pranks and tosses candy in the air for young children. The only problem is, um... He is portrayed... Across the Netherlands with a black face. So yeah. it's a little, it's a little racist, but he tosses candy. He like tricks kids by tossing candy in, but it doesn't go into more detail. Like how is he tricking the kids by tossing candy in the air? Cause I would totally just wait for the candy come back down and Maybe like it catch it. it never comes back down. Maybe it never comes back down. You gotta learn how to fly. You'll never um, know. Okay, the next one is the Krampus. And every time I look at this Krampus picture, it gets worse. 
yeah, he gets more and more like creepier like, and yeah, yeah, like the hell. <laughs> no pun intended. Did him right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In Eastern Europe, uh, there are stories told to children about fall preacher or Christmas witch. She has two faces, a nice face that shows to the nice children and a scary face she shows to the bad ones. She comes into the homes on the 12th night of Christmas and leaves a piece of silver in the shoe for the nice children. But for the bad children, she splits open their bellies and takes their organs and replaces them with pebbles and straws. I almost I almost <laughs> talked about that cuz I was like, what the fuck? At least Lala Palooza like just tells you no like she doesn't yeah no candy for you bad italian child this uh this witch if you're nice you get silver if you're bad you get disemboweled with pebbles and shit in you well yeah it gets replaced with pebbles and and shit okay this one i'm not sure and i really wanted to look more into this and i mean we still have a couple more podcasts i may still do this Although I know I haven't done any murder stories and I apologize, but, um, so Germany, uh, German children, German children get told a lot of horrible things. Yeah. Okay. They can't just be children. Like just, you may have a mistake. Like you have to be good all the time. Otherwise in some way you are going to get eaten, disemboweled. to another episode of Coffee Case Chat. We're picking back up with Germans. <laughs> um, so <laughs> oh, okay. I try. I try. Yeah, that was so really good. I feel like this dark Santa, which is what it's titled as, is kind of like Krampus's Stepbrother. Stepbrother. Yeah. Twice, twice removed. Twice removed. Okay. So he has a dark robe, has a long dark beard, and carries a bag of ashes, switches, treats, and a long staff. Uh, people even dress up as him, and they give nice children the candy, while naughty ones get the, the switches and the ash. And then, in Europe... If you thought werewolves were just for Halloween, guess again. Uh, On Christmas Day, you are much more likely to be a werewolf. This probably dates back to pagan times, where it's believed that monsters come out more often around the winter solstice, which kind of relates to Christmas. Yep. And so that's like Europe. So they're worried about the werewolves. Okay. Keep an eye out for goblins in Greece. Okay. So the Greece believe uh, that the goblins live underground all year long, but come out during 12 days of Christmas to intimidate people, spoil food, and pee on flower beds. God damn goblins. Greek families. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, if it fertilizes the flower beds. Nah, pee is is, uh, acidic and it kills. Acidic. Aw. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so they pee on the flower beds. Mm-hmm. Greek families will use black-handled knives, 
and lower jaws of pigs or tangled strings hung over the doorway to ward off the little monsters. I guess because they're little like, like, goblins and they'll get caught up in the strings? Possibly. Okay. Uh, much like werewolf superstition, children born on Christmas Day are thought to be at risk of turning into a goblin themselves. Well, that's interesting. That is one hell of a fucking paranoia superstition. Right? Van Helsing would be intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) Cray cray. Okay. So in South Africa, forget the turkey. Many people in South Africa enjoy deep fried caterpillars or the Imperial Moth on Christmas Day. Yum. I don't. <gasps> Do they put the little caterpillars like on a sh- kebab stick? I mean, it's a caterpillar. Like a little. It's cat- not that big. Little caterpillar. Like you- the stick is. As big as a caterpillar. Do they have like little toothpicks? Put on a little toothpick. You continue. I'm gonna Google. <laughs> We're not gonna watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Glamorgan. Oh, Wales. Uh, so people in Wales go from house to house caroling, but unlike other countries, they bring around freaky horse figures. Uh, and they try to urge their way with songs into the house for food and gifts. I'm so creeped out right now. Wait, the picture the, below. It's the woman with a horse skull and like a gray capey thing. Yeah. Is it called? Essentially, it's not gray, but it's a white capey and you can't see any part of a human at all. Yeah. It, it's called like Franz something. Uh, it doesn't say what it's called. It just says people in Wales. No, this is uh called Mari Lloyd. L W Y D. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. That was another one I was gonna look into because the horse skull really like. Why would you put a fucking horse skull on your head? And it looks like it has one of the like uh Christmas tree balls ornaments yeah, in their eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yes. I can't. Oh, this one's La Bufana. We're just going to skip over her because we've already done that one. Lollapalooza. La Bufana. La Bufana. You know, you're going to piss La Bufana off and she's going to fly to America just to fuck with you. I'm just saying. Fine. Bring it on. At least you're not going to rip me open and put fucking pebbles in. Oh, no. No, No, that's not La Bufana. That's La Bufana's fucking evil sister. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Born out of the same cauldron, but okay. So the Scandinavians, instead of Santa Claus, uh, children wait for Julmote, a Jovlin man who delivers gift to children's homes. Families leave out a bowl of porridge with butter as a gift to him. But the origin of this superstition is less appealing. 
It comes from the legend of a Tamot or Nisus. These spirits are little old men the size of a small child, and they protect the home. They only asked for a bowl of porridge and butter, but the story was if you didn't leave out the porridge and butter, the little small guy would go into the barn and kill one of your cows. Jesus. I mean... Hey, uh, porridge and butter it is, sir. Uh, I mean... Okay. I just... What? Okay. We're we're moving on to Portugal. Portugal. Because I I mean I feel like that would be wouldn't that be a goblin? Out of everything we know about goblins from Not, the stories. See, like I imagine more like uh Rumpel Sealskin. Uh or like touché. a little dwarf, you know? Like a touché. snow white dwarf type guy. He's definitely grumpy if he doesn't get his porridge and butter. Yeah, he'll okay. fucking kill your cow. But if you get porridge and butter, then you got happy. And you got lots of cows. Lots of cows. What happens if you didn't have a cow? Well, it was nice knowing you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Go sleep in the barn. <laughs> got to the neighbor's toll. cow. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. Uh, in Portugal, the Christmas morning feast is called Consoda. Consoda? Okay. It's like Christmas meals everywhere else in the world, but there's one key difference. In Portuguese, they set places for oh, the souls of the dead. There we go. That's right. They eat their Christmas meal with the ghosts. Okay. Well, that's well, kind of cool. Yeah, that's okay. It's kind of like their yeah. version of Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's I got okay. that. Yeah. Okay. I think this is where I stopped. Because the title of this is Cannibal Scarecrow. No, don't talk about that. Okay, next. Well, are you afraid you're going to... Okay. Well, that's... Can- Wait. That Where is this? France. Yes. France has the Cannibal scare- Scarecrow. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Per Sarah's request. If you want to read it, I'll post the link on our post. Uh, or I'll just talk about it when you're done. Uh, this doesn't tell me where this is. Stand under this and kiss me. No, thanks. Everyone knows what to do when they find themselves under a mistletoe with someone else. But as if the idea of the creepy guy at the party waiting under the mistletoe all night isn't bad enough. The origin of the word actually means poo on a stick. Yeah, it does. Santa Baby is actually pretty weird. Uh, the song Santa Baby was made famous in 1953 by uh, Aretha Kitt and still a Christmas classic today. But if you take a closer look at the lyrics, the weird mixture of children's traditions and sexualized sexualization of Santa is more unsettling than charming. Oh, okay. I guess if you're a really close-minded adult, but like... Like, yes, the lyrics are very swanky, and it's not a children's Christmas song. It's really not. But it's not about rape. I, the way I've always listened to that song is it's a really rich bitch in, like, the 
pink overcoat fucking nightgown thing. And she's singing to her very rich husband of all the things there she you wants. Go. And to her, that is her Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly, almost exactly how I hear yeah. that song. Or maybe it's red because it's Christmas. Red feathers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With the white feather trim. Yes. Yeah. Like to... mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Santa baby. Done. Nailed it. So I'm skipping over a few of these because Germany has a lot of them. Yeah. And I feel like we've covered enough of this Germany. This is probably why they're angry. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Their whole language, you say hi, it sounds like go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I have nothing against Germans at all. It is what it is. But, like, they are very angry. Anyways, Elf on a Shelf is based off. A children's book published in 2005, the small elf doll appears in different places in the house, spying on events and making sure children are good. The elf never moves if the children are watching it, and if it's ever touched, its magic will disappear forever. I didn't know that. Yep. For many, this is a fun new Christmas delight. I have seen some hilarious elf on a shelf shit. I'm just saying. Uh, but you can't deny it's something creepy about an elf elf's motionless eyes staring at you from all over the house. Well, that is, I mean, well, you had to put that twist on it. No, because I don't know about you, but us growing up, like the whole fucking Santa Claus is fucking watching you. Like how, how is that any different? He sees you when you're sleeping. Because we didn't actually have a doll looking he at us. He knows when you're awake. No, instead we've got some old man peeking through our fucking windowsills. Okay, so like. Well, I think I'd rather have the Peep and Tom that I didn't know about than an elf, like, staring at me. As a kid? Come on, Sabrina. I mean, as a kid, you know, as an adult, it's creepy as fuck. But as a kid, you didn't know any better. And mom and dad are saying it, so it's got to be okay, right? It's the same with the elf. I think the problem is 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 now. Yeah. So don't look at the fucking elf. How about that? If he's in my house, I look at him. Yeah, but you're the one responsible for doing but all the But if I ever had a kid, I'm totally doing Elf on a Shelf. Yes. It seems to work. One of my lieutenants that I used to work for forever ago, he was really big in Elf on the Shelf. And the last day before the morning of Christmas, he uh-huh. toilet papered his own living room and had the elf like, like, coming off the side yes thank you off the side of the staircase like with toilet paper still in his hand fan fucking fantastic yes the most recent one that i saw i can't remember if it was on facebook or on twitter this i i'm gonna say the mom because i feel like this would be a no i've got to say the dad i feel like this would be a dad thing and the mom had to go along with it but this kid is asleep on his belly and it shows you a picture of the elf with this fabric and a pair of scissors. And then it shows you a picture of the kid in his back and he's got his pajamas just all cut to hell. Like the back, the shirt is all cut up and then he's got his ass cheeks. Like they cut like, uh, like little diamonds out of his little butt cheeks. And then the rest of his pants are just like cut. And it's just so cute. I was like, I'm totally if I ever have a kid, I wish I could do, I wish it would work with animals. My animals were assholes today. I wish it would work with animals, but. <laughs> now, Rue would probably I mean, take that, him out. That right there, I think, just takes the cake, because you actually destroyed your kid's PJs. Yes. 
to prove that Elf on the Shelf is real. Yeah. Like, that is some dedication. Adults go to exchange. We need to uh, start a... I'll start a thread on our Facebook or on Discord. Tell us your Elf on the Shelf story if you have one. Let's That'd see some good. pictures. <laughs> That'd be a good one. That would be a good one. All right. So next we have gingerbread houses. So the gingerbread has been a Christmas tradition for centuries, but the building of gingerbread houses started becoming popular right around the time that Brothers Grimm published the story of Hansel and Gretel. People would build gingerbread houses just like the house in the story, except that house belonged to a witch that ate little children. Not so appetizing. So basically, that's this is saying that we are they totally idolized. for the witch. Yeah. Let's, fire, <laughs> let's build our house so she can just come on in. That's great. I never thought about it that way. Uh, let's see. So, okay, New York City. For years, people had dressed up as Santa uh, to delight little children around Christmas time. But Santa Con has somewhat tainted the tradition. An infamous pub crawl started in New York City and has now spread to many other cities. It not only does it have hundreds of people dressed up as Santa, spoiling the illusion for kids that witness the event, but their drunken antics cause damage to public and nuisance every year. I'm sure it does. <laughs> so it is literally the picture is like thousands of Santas just getting fucked up going on a pub crawl. That's awesome, though. Yeah. As an adult, I appreciate it. I bet there's one in New Orleans. Uh, Oh, I'm sure there's probably. Oh, and then the next one's the same thing. So uh, I'm skipping through some of these. I am going to post the link so everybody can actually read them. But a lot of this we kind of have already. So there's a Rambo Santa in Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, a lot of people like to take their picture with Santa. But the picture you get in Scottsdale, Arizona is a little bit different. Uh, the Scottsdale Gun Club lets you take a picture where you and Santa are both armed to the teeth with all manner of machine guns. Oh, they're not actually showing a picture of it. Of course, because it has guns. Not PG enough. Enough. Um, I really think that that's it. I know a lot of these we've already talked about, so. Yeah. Uh, but those are the weird. I mean, there's like the spider web. We talked about that last time. Um. And the rest of this is not very, it is what it is. So, but that's my story. Some strange Christmas traditions around the world. Still that, a little queasy about the seal with little cute birds. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I honestly think that that's where I stopped. I had to cut it off. Yeah. I had to, I just had to. And then I went to bed, and it, it has is what to it be is. tasty if they do it every year. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things. If you and I were to taste it, more like you because I don't branch and I don't like shit that I don't know. But I feel, but you like to branch. You like to try new things. I feel like if you tasted it, you would really like it. But these people grow up with it, so they they just think that it's normal. 
So yeah. for them, it's normal. For us, it's the fuck? Yeah. You do what? Yeah. But I will say, watching that woman peel the feathers off that bird. No, just, why did you have to pull up a video? It came off, like, so easily. Like, normally when so you try listen, to pluck a bird. Sarah decided to pull up a video and see exactly how it's done. And we yeah. got to see tendons of a bird and... <laughs> for science what science to this bachelor to you're to done to know you're done bachelor you're done yeah so you get your doctor but just because i have a bachelor doesn't mean i know everything about science i'm just saying humans are meant I mean, to continue to learn much, you're pretty much up there like i'm woo, i'm still like in the dirt you're like woo, way high in the clouds like, you got this. So my story is on the Christmas Scarecrow Man. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why you wanted me to skip it. <laughs> that did not even register. Okay. Here, I thought you were playing it off. And then you're like, okay, we're just, I just won't even talk about it. I'll just share the link. And I was like, she, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even register. I was in my own world, like, just going through the list, trying not to think about the dead seal with all the birds in the belly. Yeah, fermenting over 500 of them <laughs> oh i can't do it slathered okay. in seal oil seal oil i didn't even know that was a thing that's what you said yeah i, I know what you said i didn't even know it was a thing. well i guess it would be kind of similar to well well blubber blubber well, so it'd be like seal blubber. well i don't think I don't like blubber but yes Let's hear about the scarecrow that I had to skip oh, over. All right. <laughs> Is it crazy? Because I, I literally didn't read it. I skipped over it. All right. So Hans Trap is called the Christmas Scarecrow. And it actually started. Hold on, I lost my spot. So my the what I started out with is St. Nicholas or Santa Claus, began with a tale of a Greek bishop in a Roman town in Turkey. During okay. that time, Bishop Nicholas discovered an innkeeper had murdered three children and cut their body into pieces, but by some miracle and the grace of God, Nicholas was able to revive them. So that is so, why St. Nicholas is tied to the Christmas tradition, and he became a figure because it was during like the winter period. So he cut children into pieces an and innkeeper. then revived them. No, he found an innkeeper. Oh, the innkeeper cut yes. children into pieces and he revived them. And Bishop okay. Nicholas found the children revived, and revived them miraculously. Did he put them together? Uh, yeah. Like they were whole children so again. Like, uh, oh. So this is, this is the tale of old St. Nicholas. Okay. All jolly, right. jolly old St. Nicholas. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so this tale, along with other tales, is, of course, how St. Nicholas became a saint, the protector of children, and a gift giver. So that's why he's now associated with jolliness and giving gifts and being one with the children during okay. this time of joy and cheer. But, of course, for as long as Santa's been around, there's always been an anti-Santa Clearly. Several of them. <laughs> Depending on what part of the world you're in, there's an anti-Santa. Um, 
We, and uh, not in America. No, they don't talk about shit anti Santa. But of course, in true France fashion, they believe that Hans Trap is the worst of them all. Hans Trap. Okay. Oh, Hans Trap. So, known as the Christmas Scarecrow, Hans Trap is well known in the Alsace and the Rain territories of France. According to lore, he lived in the 1400s and he was very rich and powerful. He was also feared by the people of this territory. He was so power hungry and so obsessed with being more powerful that he started making deals with the devil and sold his soul to gain even more power. Okay. Hearing of all these evil deeds, the Pope himself excommunicated Trap and banished him from the territory and confiscated his wealth and lands and sent him into the mountains to live. Okay. So while in the mountains, Trap constructed a makeshift home and he decided to settle in Bavaria, Germany, not France, but the okay. mountains in, you know, that part of Germany. Uh while he was, you know, shackled up or shackled, shut it up in the mountains, um, he let his evil and his anger fester, which then turned him into a cannibal some fucking how. So the longer, he, yep, yep, yep. The longer he was there, he developed a desire to eat human flesh. So in an attempt to collect prey. He dressed himself in straw as a disguise and then loitered on a lonely road and just waited for victims. Unfortunately, for this 10-year-old boy who was herding sheep, a trap jumped out and stabbed him with a sharp stick, killing him instantly, and then he took him back to his makeshift home. Once he felt safe in his dwelling and he had his carcass, he sliced the boy into pieces and roasted him. As the trap went to take a bite of his fresh, freshly roasted child, he was struck by divine lightning and it did it discombobulated him or something. I can't remember, but basically it shocked him so bad that he fell over, hit his head and died instantly. And the people believed that it was a lightning bolt from God. Or okay. Zeus, you know, depending on, you know, yeah. or Thor. Where you are in the world, I got you. Yeah, whatever. So, struck by landing and killed. Though. come back? No. (sighs) No, no. Oh, yes, but no. So, even though it is a terrifying story of lore, children today are still warned that Trap's spirit will linger on lonely roads, dressed as a scarecrow, and if they are naughty, he will likely catch them if they do not behave. I am telling you, the Europeans are on to something. <laughs> this is probably why they're right? so angry. <laughs> they, they are on to something. No, they're really, like, a lot of Europeans are really nice. And yes. their children are well-behaved. And you're wondering why. It's because of Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Bottom line. It's a terrifying time for children. But children wait. fucking hate Christmas. There's more. Like, they just, like. No, I think. I to breathe? Like, they're genuinely excited and, like. Very fucking thankful when they get candy or silver in their shoes. Oh, for sure. I bet they're for just like, sure. 
legitimately rejoicing. Like, thank fuck I was good you know, this year. I'm going to have to try this on my nieces and nephews because I still got some that are young that believe in Santa. So I'm going to start trying this. The anti Every time, like, they backtalk their mom, <laughs> I'm going to be like, look, you know, in Europe, La they've La got Palooza. this scarecrow. <laughs> We've got witches. We got scarecrows. We got Werewolves. goblins. Where do I go? I got Krampus. Who who you want? Because I will call them yeah. right fucking now. Yeah, and you want to keep to you. You want to keep misbehaving? You know how many of them chop children up? All of them. At least three. Oh no, I'm telling them all of them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> all right. Well, that's not the end of the story. Okay, keep. So, even though. It does sound like a very nightmarish fairy tale to scare children into behaving. There's actually some truth behind this story. Oh, fuck you. Shut up. Hans von no. Trotha <laughs> was a knight who lived from 1405 to 1503. And he commanded two castles with lots of land in a French-German territory. The church was not pleased with him owning two castles and they became embroiled and entangled in various heated arguments. The abbot would not concede to certain properties to von Trotha, so he built a dam to stop the flow of water to the village below. Basically, he's like, this be my land, I can fucking do what I want. Yeah. So after some time, of course, the water fucking dried up, the villagers are now parched, and in retaliation, the abbot had the dam demolished, and it flooded the city. Wow. That backfired. Way to go. Way to go, Abbott. Yeah. So the dispute carried on for some time until the knight was summoned by the Pope and excommunicated. While there is no record of Von Trotha turning into a cannibalistic scarecrow, there was an exciting part to Von Trotha's extraordinary life. Even after excommunication, Von Trotha did very well for himself. He served on the French royal court, he was given the Chevalier d'Or by King Louis VII, and on his deathbed, all charges against him were reversed and forgiven. Wow. To this day, some local legends refer to him as the Black Knight, and it is said that he sometimes accompanies Santa to punish un- children unworthy of gifts. And the picture that they showed was kind of like the guy you talked about with the hood the black beard yeah. and stuff and a cane with a sack. Yeah. yeah so that was, yeah. I don't know if that's the same guy, but that was the picture Could that they showed. Be. I feel like they're all tying in together at some point and it all starts in Germany. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, just of course. Saying. It all starts in Germany. FYI. So you want your kids to behave, go to Germany for a year. <laughs> Maybe three, you know, just. Maybe three. Let really, it, let really get it accustomed to the Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that is the cannibalistic scarecrow. Wow. But it's kind of cool that there's actually like a dude it's after, like it's named in favor of. Yeah. Even though like the actual guy continued on to live a very decent life. Yeah. But I'm sure the abbot's the one that started the, the story about the scarecrow. Oh, for sure. Super jealous. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need that notoriety. Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, so on the note of your spiders in Ukraine, right? I brought that up at work and I was like, 
you know, oh. when, yeah, when we were doing our podcast thing, I was like, we uh-huh. learned that Ukraine decorates their tree with spiders because, you know, there was a poor woman and her children and they couldn't afford a tree. So they left the tree outside and the spiders felt sad and they decorated in this beautiful webbing and it was sparkly and silver. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if that's where that stupid bullshit silver tinsel came from when we had it growing up and then of course that started a whole conversation like oh you can't even find that stuff anymore like do they even make it i was like i don't know but we spent hours vacuuming that shit up oh yeah for sure and you that, pull that your that tree was out almost worse than glitter <laughs> yeah. okay glitter you can vacuum it for months and yeah. that shit will still sparkle somewhere yeah You'll still find a strip yeah. of it just laying around. But it somewhere. is. They're very correct. Like, you can't find that stuff now. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could on like Amazon because Amazon is boring. Or Wish. Probably on Wish. Oh my God. I saw the funniest story. Okay, I'm squirreling right now. But yeah. I saw the funniest story about Wish. So I think it was on uh, Instagram. Okay. This lady was going to buy one of those, like, inflatable dolls that, like, flail their arms and, like, does the little wave thing to get people to know where their party is. And yep. she bought it on Wish, and it was, like, two inches big. <laughs> and so I think the video had, like, this – she she was, like, close up on it. It yeah. was, like, I bought this off Wish, and she's got this, like, pumped-up music, and you see this thing just flailing. And then she backs out and it's like two inches big. And I was like, oh my God, I about pissed myself. That shit was hilarious. Okay. Uh, sorry. No, that's actually good. Cause today I walked by uh, like our senior enlisted leader guy's office and he has this uh-huh. blow up Santa doll, right? It's about uh-huh. four foot fucking tall. Yeah. And I walked by and said, hey, Santa, I need some paperwork filed. And he goes, let me tell you the story of this fucking Santa Claus. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he goes, I found like I'm searching because I want to prank my son and I see online 26 foot inflatable Santa. And I was like, totally getting him that he's putting that in his yard. And I'm trying to picture this 26 foot Santa Claus. Like how the fuck? Like one, oh God, how heavy? Is- yeah. How heavy would it be in the box? I would touch the clouds. Stupid, yeah. right? Oh, in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. And then he goes, well, according to China, 120 centimeters equals 26 feet. And I lost it. I just fucking lost it. I was like, bro, did you get it on wish.com? He's like, no, I got it on some other knockoff website, but still, like, it says a giant inflatable Santa, not 26 foot Santa, no. But according to Chinese math, 120 centimeters is the same thing. And I just <laughs> was like, Jesus. Wow. He was so mad, like, so fucking mad. Because the description said 26 foot Santa Claus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, full disclosure to all of our listeners, please be wary of the websites you're going to find stuff. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Okay. Although I did buy uh, my husband a Christmas gift off Amazon and it was one of those flash deals. Yeah. And I didn't even know they were still doing flash deals. They do and so I now. hope I hope that it, I had to order in 15 minutes or the deal was going to be gone. And so I panicked and just bought it. <laughs> I, I did one of those. <laughs> 15 minutes. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I was going to crash. <laughs> shop, but I had 15 minutes and I was like, ah, and I, 
I panicked, so I just bought it. And so hopefully it, it is what it says it is. Well, write that down because we're going to need a story update come next podcast. Uh, I, will be, uh, I won't be able to give it next episode, but the following episode, I can do that. Okay, just write I it can, down so you can, don't forget. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what? Just message me. I, no, I'm drinking you know my, <laughs> my go-go juice. <laughs> Guess who else forgets shit? All right, here we oh, go. This well, is... you actually have a notepad, like. No, it's an envelope. Well, but no, I do have it pens. All right, so oh. Sabrina, Amazon, Flash do. Flash sale. Can't say what it is. Do. He is within earshot. That's okay. why he doesn't listen, but he is within earshot. Yeah, it'll be the one time he fucking listens. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, guys, we gotta listen because we're gonna be on next week, so we gotta figure out what's going on. All right, but that's good. It's good traditions. Interesting. Some kind of disturbing. The seal. I don't think it makes that noise after a year of fermenting. Oh no! After a year of fermenting, it makes this noise. I tried to help. Her face. It was the face that did it. <laughs> like, there's this little sad seal face. Like, that's all you picture. I tried. I, I tried right. to capture all the emotions. Yeah, you did good. You did good. Wow. All right. Yay. We did another one. I enjoyed your almost hey, 42. What you call it. Yeah. Um, well, like, I think we probably covered, like, 30. But... Uh, we are over 600 downloads. That's it. That's amazing. I tried to check amazing- before the podcast, but their site was down. So, oh, I know. I didn't even try to check. I was just gonna say, well, Yay, I, I want to say when I looked on Sunday, we were at 630 something. So that's exciting. Yes. So, thank you, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Listen. We really hope thank you're enjoying you it. You guys listen to multiple. And thank you to G's hostages who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoy it. I love you, G. I yeah. love you. G is good. Uh, yeah. And Scooby-Doo. Thank you, Scooby. Scooby-Doo. Appreciate you. I need to actually, like, private message him and say, hey, what's going on? I haven't done that in a while, and I feel really guilty about it. Scooby-Doo, I think about you. Hope you're doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's just, there have been so many rhymes. Sorry, guys. So many rhymes to that. Scooby-Doo, we appreciate you. Scooby-Doo, we really (laughs) miss you. (laughs) Scooby-Dooby-Doo. That could be a rap song. We could be millionaires. I won't be singing it. I wish you the best of luck. Hey, babe! <laughs> how, good are, how good are your rap skills? <laughs> oh, he's got bad rap skills. Yeah, I'm sure bad he does. Rap. Yes. All right. Well. All right. Appreciate you guys. You know where to find us. All the social meets. Discord. Yeah, Discord. Join the Discord, man. Instagram. We're really tired of, like, promote, our, promote your podcast now. Followed you. Like, no, but nobody wants that. 
I want like stories. We want real people with real stories. Oops. Topics. Give real us topics. Stories. What? Yeah. Somebody got a topic. I actually have a topic that mom sent us a while ago oh that I'm God. doing research on. And I'm going to do it, mom. FYI, I'm going to do the topic that you sent after the first of the year. Let us get through the holidays. And then I got you, sister. Look at that. Topics. Okay. We're already good, good to go for next year. Oh, no. I still need something to get me through next week. The no, week after that. We've got chaos planned for that week. We got that is true. maybe my mom Y'all... planned the next week. <gasps> Ma's going to make it appear. Hold, stop everything. She's going to be like a G stops. hostage, but my hostage. She's going to be a, a Savory hostage? Yeah, Savory hostage. Um, if she's going to make an appearance on... The... Does she know? The new no, she will now once she catches up on our episodes. Gotcha. <laughs> if she okay. Catch, if she catches up by this point, <laughs> if not, it'll be a surprise for everyone. Surprise, mom! Yeah, I'll show up. I'll hug her and I'll say, "Oh, by the way, you're gonna record with me on Sunday," and she'll be like, "What?" And I'll be like, "Just be excited. It's happening. Just get ready." Yeah. Yay! All I right. miss Ma. All well, right, you'll be able to I see think- her. I know. I'm so excited. You pointed to me when you said that, by the way. I was just going to say, I got it. (laughs) 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 All right. Last thing. If you want all the beats of all our episode podcast, Majiggy Fligs, go to coffeechaoschatter.com and you can find it all there. Merch. Uh, Merch. We haven't done merch yet. Okay, no merch. We got it. We got but a little bit of a hiccup. If you want information about our merch, message us, email us. We will give you the information. The problem is, uh, well, there's a lot of problems. Yeah. It's I'm just, not things techie, aren't techie. agree. Yeah. Yes. Aren't I'm not techie okay. techie. So if you want a coaster or a sticker, please email us and we'll let you know. You can pay via PayPal or Cash App right now. Yeah. I am working on Venmo. Um, but we do have coasters and Six. stickers for sale. For now. For now. And uh, we got podcast link episodes, streaming platforms, you name it. It's there. If it's not, send us a message. Let us know. And until we'll next it. time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.